Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith West. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you, King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They've got your weekend geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 324 of The Sith List. I am one of your hosts, Raj Lachahi. And there I go. Well, that's good. That was good. That was weird. I'm still here in the audio-wise, but video-wise. What happened? I think it's better why that this, way. Why does this keep happening to me? You guys are I'm better gonna, than that. Come on. I'm going to go in and out. Let's just go and be like, that's it. Let it run for like two hours. What do you right. Right. Sorry, Patreon. Yes, they can find me on Twitter at lessonmore 78 also on this <laughs> awesome podcast, and also on our YouTube channel doing various levels of oh, reactable oh. reactions. We did, we What's did the going on here? All episode, we did it. It's all done. It's done already. <laughs> done? Yeah. Tiesto's still playing in the background, though. He didn't leave. He knows, uh, what's up. Okay. He knows how to Naboo finish Naboo was set. amazing. <laughs> Naboo. Well, of course Always. I wasn't here for that. Guys, thank you so much. Sorry about that technical difficulties. I think... Uh, um, you know, it's going to be a good one tonight. But uh, yeah, I'm Mirage. And uh, Les, how you doing? We got Boo. We got Eric. We got King Tom. We got Randy. Here you go. This must be Steel's favorite episode already, dude. Because we're zooming through the intros. What is up, guys? Are we going see, back you need, see, here it is. You need the intros. You need No, we don't. This. No, no, we yes, don't. You, yes, you do. Because there's a crazy pause right here <laughs> because you're so used to me throwing it to you. Couldn't just improvise. Les, how you mm-hmm. doing, buddy? Doing good enough to do the third intro of the night, and I had already signed off, so I'm doing great. You already signed off? Yep. Yep. Oh. Done I'm surprised. Done. You left early. Yes. Boo, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Right? King Tom Chansey, king of all pods. The 324 is going so smoothly. Yankees lost, but I'm fine. Yankees lost tonight. It was 1-1. One, one at least they lost early, so I didn't have to pull a boo. This week. Oh, oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boo. Yeah, let's. Uh, I don't nah. want to do that, boo. That won't nah, do it. I won't good, talk man. about the Dodgers. Yeah, we're good. That would, that would shame. Not much. Eric, how you about. doing, buddy? I'm great, man. I have a crazy gig for story for you if you want it. Yeah. But uh, so I had this gig with the country band and we go to oh. this thing and it's at this. It's like a celebration for this guy who has a production company that has a lot of like uh rap artists and stuff and then this country band is opening and they had no idea what they were doing and we got there and just to make a long story bearably short 
uh, I took all my guitar gear in, I set it all up, and then okay. played zero notes as I ran sound through our in-ear rig at the back of the room with my iPad through these tiny little like karaoke speakers that as soon as the drums the that were not mic'd came in, it was pointless and you couldn't hear anything. It was pretty great. But the good news is, is I still got paid and my gear really enjoyed <laughs> the ride there and back. Those are the best, dude, right? Yeah. Pretty imagine. special. But you like playing with those guys. I do. I love playing with those yeah. guys, but I just didn't expect to take all my gear and then not play any notes at all. Right, like, I literally is. never had a guitar on me. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I would like to that's tell you perfect. that's the first time I've gone to a gig and something similar has happened, but it's, it's not. not. Yeah. And by the way, happy birthday. Thanks, man. Yes. Thank you. I turned 85. It's yeah, pretty great. great. <laughs> it's not much different than being 84, to be honest with you. Everything hurts and um, these kids and their music. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. These kids and their music. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you got paid for doing nothing. Well, I worked my ass off, but <laughs> I'm glad I got paid for playing no guitar. Well, right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Randy, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. Doing really well. Great. So we're all good. Abu, you're good? Other than Dodgers depressing you? King yeah. Kong? Sad. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Les, he's doing fantastic. All right, great. Well, this is the Sith List. Guys, check out the SithList.com. Not the, just SithList.com for all kinds of great stuff. Well, great overstatement. I think I'm definitely not great. But you can find our episodes for every Sith List episode there. Also, our YouTube channel stuff is there. Patreon. Thank you, Patreon members. You saw a pretty crazy debauchery before we started. I'm glad you got to get a sneak peek to what we do um, <laughs> and how much fun we have before the podcast even starts. So thank you for uh, being a Patreon. And people that aren't, please uh, hop on board. Uh, we're doing all kinds of great stuff. So check us out, SithList.com. And um, I think it's... Uh, I think it's time to jump into, uh, unless anybody else has anything going on that is of note. Did anybody do anything cool this weekend other than Eric? No? No. Man, no. we're all boring. Absolutely not. That sucks. Yeah, well, it does. What'd you do for your birthday, Eric? Um, well, I went to work. And uh, that, right there. that was about it. I, I mean, no, man, my my kids and Amanda, they got me some pretty cool bluey stuff and uh, had a cake and we hung out. And I was kind of under the weather after that whole thing where I had to, you know, I told you I had to crawl under the stage and get that subwoofer out. Um, I'm only just now like feeling somewhat normal. But still, man, I had cake and pizza. So hot damn. It was a good birthday. Cake and pizza, you can't go wrong, dude. Yeah, not at the same time. It was pizza first, and then a slight pause, and then some cake. Mm -hmm. I, I had another slice of the that, or multiple slices of that, like uberoni pepperoni, the hundred pepperoni slices. Uh -huh. The uberoni, that's a that's an even better name than. The I don't know if it's called uberoni. I don't right. know if it's. It it's might not be called uberoni, but uberoni, that's pretty good. Oh, what's it called? The fanceroni. Oh, the fanceroni. I thought it was called the uberoni. No, but that's pretty good though. All right, it was good. Pound for pound, Little Caesars, guys. Best pizza out there. Pound for pound, meaning cost for cost. I was about to say cost for cost. Yeah, pound for pound, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Well, pound for pound, I mean by cost-wise. Oh, yeah. Cost yeah, for cost, yeah. yeah. Right. But somebody you ring, know what? Somebody ring a doorbell or something? I heard. I know. Uh, <laughs> yes, somebody got a package delivered. Is that, is that Randy's uh, crazy new soundboard? That's, uh, that's, uh, you, you might be hearing some cool 
sound effects throughout the evening. Or going deaf like the rest or of us. Or go deaf, yeah. yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get into the box office, gentlemen. Did anybody go see a movie? Because I did. But let's get into I it. I saw the song. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo. Boo, I'll start with you because what I saw will not end up on a little intro reel. That's for damn sure. What did you see? Mm. Yes, the same for mine. Yeah, it will not show up on an intro reel. I saw um, Michael Bay's uh, Ambulance, oh. the Ambulance oh, movie. with uh, That's out? It, it, it's on um, Amazon oh, uh, with man. Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Jonathan Majors. Garbage. <laughs> really flaming garbage it looks really bad it's it's even worse than what it looks like (laughs) i don't uh just it was one of those where i'm like i have to finish it i have to i have to you know ride the 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 train into the ground kind of thing right awful it, it none of it made sense the action really wasn't that good the characters you don't really care or know why or what they're doing stuff for it's it and it, it almost seemed like it was a an excuse for Michael Bay to film in L.A., which is expensive and hard. I don't know why hmm. the fuck you'd want to do that. Use drones way too much. Oh, he's like some the- of those drone shots are awesome. Like they're using him a lot more in shows and movies. Yeah. Some of them are cool because you can get really right. fucking close. And nice weddings. Swoop. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, I've seen that, too. Yeah, You get nah, like those man. awesome swooping shots. Mm-hmm. He, it seems like he he just like. I want to use drones. Why? I don't know. And then, and then just to blow up shit. So I, awful. Do not recommend it. Hot garbage. Huh. Question, yes. Boo, though. Did he use slow mo shots? Of course. With of course with it, well, hold on. With his drones. Because that would be rad. Now, now you're trying to make me remember it. No, no, no. You're causing <laughs> me pain. I uh, probably, probably use slow mo. He, he did multiple. It seems like when I saw the trailer for that, it, it felt like. Jake Gyllenhaal was blackmailed to do it. Like he has some information that that uh, is gonna he's gonna release if Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't do ambulance. Because I was like, so, why is he doing this garbage? So, so Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. like you saw, if you guys haven't seen Nightcrawler, highly yeah, great movie. It. Great, yeah. movie. everyone's seen Nightcrawler. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you should join everyone else and see it. Um, it, it in Nightcrawler, he is a just a maniacal just yeah he's psychopath and in this one he's not like a psychopath but he's he's manic he's he looks like he's just you know on the edge of losing it i think that might be more of jake gyllenhaal who uh, he actually is than we really do know so i think i think that, that <laughs> i think you might be right who he is it's easier I, for him to play that because that's closer to who he is than just being a, a normal odd per odd actor so yeah so mm. I, I i don't know but yeah do not recommend it hot garbage it was one of those where i'm like oh i want to see that in theaters when it came out i'm happy mm. i didn't waste my money because i would have okay, been upset good. well i wasted some money oh. and 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 a night of freedom you know because we have the the newborn so it's, we don't get a lot of time to go out but your mom right, right. was home and she said hey why don't you guys go out so go see a movie and, you know, there's a movie that you, Boo, first brought up and you talked about in your Boo Bits, uh, Amsterdam, which has oh, a yeah, cast yeah. that is just unparalleled probably to any other cast. I was just sitting there. And Eric Taylor Swift's in it, 
which uh, uh-huh. not in it enough at all, but uh, she's in it. Uh, she's in it. <laughs> great cast, but the movie just didn't go anywhere. It was it was like um, I think David O. Russell did it, which he's a great director, but he tried to be Wes Anderson, and you know when people try to copy Wes Anderson stuff, it's like it's not Wes Anderson. And even Wes Anderson sometimes isn't Wes Anderson. You're like, oh, come <laughs> on. We get it, Wes Anderson. So it was like trying to be really, really artsy. And the story was like kind of like a whodunit. But it it wasn't compelling enough at all. And it was just like wave after wave of Hollywood stars in your face. Oh, shit. He's in it. Oh, shit. De Niro's in it. Oh, shit. Rami Malek has a huge part in it. And the girl from the uh, chess game. Um, what was that movie in Netflix? That was great. That series. Yeah. Queen's Gambit. Uh, Queen's Gambit. Yeah, she, Gambit. She's yeah. phenomenal. She's in it. And all of them were great individually, acting-wise, but the story just didn't go anywhere. And to a point where Lorena wanted to go home. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm an hour and 10 minutes in. I need to know who did it. Like, this is garbage, but I at least need to know who did it. And right when I found out who did the did, I'm out. We walked out. So I didn't finish it. We left it like uh, 15 minutes early. Yeah, so it was a shame. It was a shame having all those actors, like having a really good sports team and mm-hmm. um, losing in like five games or three games yeah. or whatever four. it was. It was four, four games. Yeah, four games. It, it felt like that kind of. Uh, but yeah, expected a lot. Don't go see it, people. Uh, except for Eric. The 10 minutes, the five minutes, 10 minutes that Taylor Swift in it was phenomenal. She was great. I thought of you the whole time. Well, you know, <laughs> she's got a new album coming out in just a few short days. And also, rumor has it that there will be a tour announced. Rumor has it. Oh, that's Adele. Sorry. So that'll be cool, man. I've never seen Taylor live. And I would ah, like to. Ah, that's, yes. That's a, that'd be great. Hey, if she comes here, you got to fly down here and watch her here. Oh, it's financially that makes more sense than anything yes, totally. else I can think of. I will buy your ticket to Taylor Swift if you make it down here. They has to be on the floor within the first ten rows. You should watch, watch her there at pass. your house. You watch, watch her at your house. There. Watch her there. Definitely yeah. watch her. At your well, I was trying to make yeah. sure that the ticket to the show would cost more than my plane ticket. Right, I know. That's why I said just stay home, yeah. watch her. Yeah, go to St. Louis. Yeah. It's a great arena. Um, yes. Yeah, so anybody else watch anything cool? Uh, I, I'll keep the patient. I'm still on it. And again, craziness. Anything else from anybody? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did watch something else as a background show. Then it turned into a movie that I actually was into. Mila Kunitz, who's I'm, I'm a huge fan of Mila Kunitz. Um, she's in a movie on Netflix that's trending right now. And it's called The Most Luckiest Girl in the World or something. And it's fucking pretty intense. And... Um, yeah, I, I don't even know how to explain the movie, but it's not what the title sounds like. That it's, title uh, is ironic. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. <laughs> that was, Randy, that was perfect for your soundboard. I'm going to, I'm going to no, give you just, I felt like, I felt like you wanted it. <laughs> I, I did want it. Couldn't I, uh, give I it to you, man. It. I didn't want it, but it, it's, uh, it's really good. It's, it's some triggering moments, um, in it. There's a. There's a, a school shooting in it because she goes through that when she was a kid. Um, so it's very, very, um, it's tough watch, but I think 
it's an important movie to watch, especially I think if you're a female. Uh, I, I I really liked it, and Lorena liked it enough to say like I'm definitely going to refer this movie to some of the my clients that that she sees her clients. So yeah, and if you like Mila Kunitz, I mean it's a win-win. But that's what I watched. Anybody else watch anything? Yeah, I finished uh, She Hulk, and uh, oh yes, Reservation mm-hmm. Dogs. Okay. Let's Can jump we, into She-Hulk, man. I, I haven't yeah, finished let's the talk about finale, that. but that's oh, okay. Let's well, talk about ooh, okay. That's okay. So that's okay. why are we jumping? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, because, let's, I mean, you just brought it up, so let's go. Let's talk well, about She-Hulk real I don't quick. Want, don't want to ruin it. No, no, it's okay. All right. I, I already I already know. People already ruined it for me. I know the, oh, okay. the, I know who comes out. Let's just say. Well, we can save it if you want. No, that's but, fine. Yeah, so I people mean, that don't want to get ruined for She-Hulk, has everybody seen it here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So for everybody that doesn't want to get spoiled, please just forward five minutes, guys. She-Hulk. Yeah. Let's go. What'd you think, Les? Uh, look, I, either I'm just missing a few brain cells or just easily amused, but I actually really did like the show. Yeah. Uh, it was really funny. It was a different look. Uh, I didn't really have any problems with it at all. I didn't have any problems how they introduced Scar. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll get the whole journey and how he ended up back at the backyard uh, in Planet Hulk, if I'm not mistaken. So who knows? I think people, uh, people were really criticizing that part. Uh, But you know what? Everything else is fine. The daredevil appearance was good. Um, It was awesome. It was pretty good. It was solid. It was, uh, it was great to see that. Uh, I don't know what the controversy was about him hooking up with people when daredevil, Bangs. That's his. That's, his, in that's books, his thing. He bangs, dude. Like uh, in the show, nothing. They, they brought it up in the show, right? No, yeah, he, he, it's almost like he doesn't have standards either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he so can't it see, bro. Matter. Well, hey, <laughs> come on, hey. So, uh, come on. but it was it was good. I I get what people were expecting though. If you look at what came before, from but they Loki warned us. Les. They to, warned us. Yeah, I know, but. It, yeah. But you the know, the loudest what? voices come from the squeakiest wheel, you know, like, oh, yeah, that shopping but, cart that has that one wheel you could hear it on the other end of the market. Uh, I always get like, that damn cart. Bro. I get that cart too. I dude, at so Costco, especially at Costco, bro. I never get a good cart, like, it pisses <laughs> me off. Even five minutes after getting it, you just start hearing, like, and you're like, dude, it's only a matter instantly. of time, <laughs> and it doesn't mess up until you put like one big item in there, and they're like, damn it's it, it's worse. Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much how it sounds. It's like that that little, you know, it's like a piece of tape on your tire or something, and it's just a little piece of tape, but it's just thumping the loudest. And right. I don't see why. I mean, I can understand some frustration or maybe some disappointment, but not as extreme as it should be. People should have watched the show. It shouldn't have lot should have had a much higher viewership. Uh, just funny enough, but whatever. Teach their own. But but you know what they warned us. They said it's gonna be totally yeah. different. There's gonna be a comedy. She's gonna break the fourth wall. Right. And it came after Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel was lighthearted and fun and funny. Wow, it so it wasn't yeah. like it was after something serious. Right. So I just, you know, we, we've been talking about this for the, the since the inception of the Sith list of right. haters are gonna hate, 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 no matter what. You know, what did everybody I mean? else think though of the show, of it? I loved it. And again, I know I've said this several times, but my wife loved it. And that was the part that mattered the most to me and getting to watch it with her. And I mean, she was just howling, laughing, (laughs) 
Plus, she's you know got the the thigh sweats for Charlie Cox too, which that certainly didn't didn't hurt the situation at all. But uh, the 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 ending it was like the fourth wall broken in the most glorious and over the top of ways. Yeah, what a swerve! Just the whole bit, the whole way they went about it, and I I loved it. It was wacky and irreverent and fun as hell and unapologetic about everything it was doing, which I think that's great because listen, there's room for all of it. We're coming to find out as you know, with star Wars, we've got a show happening right now that realistically, I mean, it's just a damn good espionage show. It doesn't even matter that it's set in star Wars land because it's just that good and it's there because there's room in a in a franchise like that for all kinds of shows and this is great for marvel i think i really am looking forward to seeing more of it when season two comes around and uh yeah pretty rad man and like i said amanda loved it that's all matters really i I wonder if yeah i'm gonna introduce it to lorena i think she would dig it too yeah, I think I think she'd like it. Yeah, I think she would like it. It was surprising because it was a very faithful version of the John Byrne classic She-Hulk series that came out in the late eighties, early nineties, where you know it it was very reverent. She was breaking the fourth wall all the time, going up against these like D-list villains and having cameos. And I think around the first time they had. Um, they revealed the CGI with She-Hulk. A lot of people um, were. Sorry, am I? Can you guys hear me? <laughs> Much better. Much better, okay. buddy. Okay. There's my microphone's thing is off. I have to make sure it doesn't fall. Um, but there <laughs> oh, was that a, would be awesome uh, again. Yeah. <laughs> no. Way. Um, there were a lot of people expecting this to be like Marvel's first failure of a show or whatever, but it, it was not. It was it was a solid show that told a good story. Yeah, it sure did. It I sure agree, did. man. I liked it a lot. Like, I, and I thought about that. What you were saying, Eric, about your uh, wife just like enjoying it and how that you was fun for you. Yeah, exactly. I thought about his wife. <laughs> um, but it, damn it, it he got like, one. Yeah, he totally got one. That was good. Um, <laughs> no, it's one of those shows. Like, I think Endgame might have like set like expectations where everything needs to be like epic, but this is just, it's like a bubblegum show, man. It's just fun. It doesn't need to be like everything doesn't need to tie in. It's just no. fun. Yeah, it's just cool. <laughs> <laughs> so when I find out that you're thinking about my wife, and then I remember her telling me she was feeling Randy, I'm like, oh shit, now I think she meant something else. <laughs> That is man. That is man. That is What's up? That is. Oh, got the crickets. Got the crickets. Oh, he got the crickets. One. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know I'm what the I'm... volume of this thing is. I have none of the monitoring is set up. Yeah, that this was is a very a great episode, guys. This is a test episode, guys. Okay. Sorry. Test of what? Patience. Patience. <laughs> How far we'll go before we start losing Patreon members? Yeah. Right. Exactly. All right. Cool. So everybody like. Don't it? joke about that. Please don't joke about that, sir. <laughs> yeah. That's not we funny. are all depending on that money. Oh, yeah. Right. If you're part of the Patreon, thank you very much. Yeah. Like, it feeds us. <laughs> huh. 
Uh, okay, so let's thank you for segueing into a whole she talk, she Hulk talk, <laughs> she talk, she, she, talk. she talk, where we discuss she, she Hulk, she talk, she talk. So hey, one thing it, that they did in this episode that I <laughs> loved. I'm sorry. Let me back up on that. Was a bad the, episode already, guys? The uh, homage to the Incredible yes. Hulk television show. Yes. Oh, see, so good. Oh, don't spoil that shit for me. Just man, <laughs> it was good. It was perfect. They Caught did something. They did something at the end where she walks off or something. No, we'll they during. Okay, the, uh, you'll see. Yeah, so yeah at the beginning see. of the show. Yeah. I mean, you just have to watch. Man. Uh, okay, it's I'll watch. So I'll watch good. it tomorrow. Okay, cool. Anybody yeah. wa- else watch anything other than She-Hulk? I watched yeah, I House finished. of Dragon. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's, oh, no, we're not getting into that right now. It's just chill. <laughs> I, I finished uh, Reservation Dogs, finally. And, uh, and, and you liked it by the end of it? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, totally. great. Loved it. Loved it. Great. It sustained your interest, in it, and you were happy with yeah. it. That's good. It's great. Are you still watching uh, Interview, Randy? With the um. I haven't caught up with the last two episodes. Okay. So I guess no, but I am still watching The Walking Dead. Yes. And there's only a couple more left, right? A few more, but like it comes on the same night as uh, House of the Dragon. Mm. Try watching oh. The Walking Dead after House of the Dragon. Mm-mm. Ooh, that's rough, man. Yeah. That's a rough yeah. one. That's setting yourself up for a disaster there. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, God. That's rough. I know it. Yeah, House of the Dragon, we'll talk about that later, but it, it has raised the bar so high for for every show that it's yeah. tough to compete. Man, Andor's uh, competing with for me because Andor's still has that serious tone and the darkness or whatever. I, I like Andor, but I it's too. not comp- it's not competing with House of Dragon. Man. No, it's not, unfortunately. I like I like the show, don't get me wrong. I like it. But I love it's it not too. competing with House no. of Dragon. House of Dragon is 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 doing some great stuff That's i have sure. a thought that i want to get off my chest right now about no House no Dragon, is it a spoiler no 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 it's, 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 it's more comparative <laughs> okay uh, don't remember it and write it in yeah, write it down yeah, or something yeah, right yeah, now because yeah, we'll yeah. save it because we need to talk about it yeah. okay so uh boo uh, eric and keep tom anything else uh watch wise ironically i said watch wise there's a show on netflix that i saw a trailer mm-hmm. called the watcher and it looks phenomenal and it's with um the father of the kid that uh, still obsesses with in Star Speaking Wars. Speaking of, it's funny you bring that, that up right now. I'm watching uh, Still's cat. Are and, you? Uh, yeah, I'm Jerry's watching here. his cat. Yeah, Jerry's here at the place. And uh, well, Still's in Hawaii for his wife's birthday. Uh-huh. And we were Happy talking. Birthday, we're like, we were talking about like the shows uh, that we're watching. And I was like, ah, I really don't watch that much. Wait a minute. And you we, were talking to Jerry about that? I was talking to Still about it. All right. No. Um, <laughs> and uh, we both, we got into the conversation. Araj watches a lot of TV, like an insane huh? amount of TV. I do? Yes, you do. What are you talking it's about? Like, I like, watch I don't it know with how you. You, you. you watch it with me, then you watch it again. Oh, yeah, that's true. With Lorena. And then there's all these other shows that I don't even know exist. You're like, have you watched like The Pastry Son? Like you have all these like shows. Pastry, like, I've never Son, <laughs> Pastry Son fell off, dude. First season was Pastry phenomenal. Son. He died at the end. <laughs> but 
blowing up his house with the oven. But yeah, sex season was off. Don't yeah, I don't talk about Patriots anymore. Like it's just amazing how many shows you watch. What's that? <laughs> you know, you know why I've watched a lot of TV recently is because I've been home with between you know paternity leave and COVID before that. Now I'm back to work and. It's hard to watch TV now. I've got to actually help kids. I've got to actually watch. Ah, yeah. So, that's damn so children. Fun. I did watch the Monday Night Football game, though, while I was helping kids. I was ignoring them. I was watching Chargers. <sighs> I felt good. Such an back. exciting game. At least we won, boo. At least we won. Let's not, let's not go there, boo. Yeah, you know, I, I lost <laughs> everything this past weekend. I mean, everything except for fantasy. I know everything so yeah i I have nothing to talk about right everything well oh every but that's not everything i gotta get i gotta get that on the board right there you do yeah you do yeah you do look how intense he is that's what i was just thinking look at oldman everyone like his mouth is just like but yeah. when you know what would be great if that line was improv and that actor next to him is like, what the fuck, Gary? <laughs> I would love to see his face be like, dude, chill. Chill, yeah, bro. Yeah, hey, bro. Oh. Well, I got your method, but Jesus. That'd be awesome if that Jude Law scene was improv <laughs> Oh, that Jude Law scene is the shit too, man. I it love really Jude is. Fuck you, Jim. You don't give me warnings, I give them to you, remember, because I can back mine up. And you, you piece of shit. You better watch yourself. Just so glad the Patreon members could see the special yeah. effects that I put into that. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Remember how that <laughs> one, the guy who did the deep fake thing got hired by Lucas? Yeah, Stone? exactly. Dude, this, that's listen, I'm people, these episodes you're hearing right now, you better get them while you can because the rod yeah. is going to get snatched up. <laughs> Patreon, watch that shit. Season three. Patreon. Right. I yeah. won't do it. I won't Return do it. Return of like the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> the the, the Pillsbury Doughboy. Doughboy. That was my, my nickname in... Uh, in high school. I'm sorry. Because of my last name, not because I was fat, dude. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, Lord. Okay. So this intro started really, really short. <laughs> We're still on it pretty much. The We're still intro, talking yeah. about uh, the box office. I think we should talk about some Star Wars. There was a show on that was pretty good. Um, let's do this, Thrawn. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera, you are currently listening to The Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. Listen, Andor (laughs) is delivering the goods. Bangers. All right. Before we jump into that, though, just real quick, there was some news King Tom hipped us to today uh, from Deadline that Michelle Rejwan, she's the senior vice president of uh, Lucasfilm, is she's stepping down. Another article I saw said though that word, that term, stepping down, to uh, go back to being a full-time producer and has signed a deal with Lucasfilm and Disney Studios. And she's still going to be out of the Lucasfilm office. But so she was uh, EP on the Kenobi show and on Andor and on uh, the upcoming Willow. 
Yeah. And uh, she's still going to continue to be the executive producer for Andor after this. So that that's cool. Uh, naturally, if you go ahead and like look at any of the comments on the article, they're exactly what you expect. So don't. But uh, I don't know, man. That's interesting news. And I wonder why. Is if she's just like being a producer is more in her wheelhouse and they need her or I don't know. You guys got any thoughts on this? I think a lot of people were thinking she would be in line to take over for Kathleen Kennedy uh, oh. whenever Kathleen steps down, but it's, it's kind of surprising and I don't have any insider information and this is all just my analysis and listening to, to earnings calls. But a few years ago, I think t- at the end of 2018, you know, Disney said in, in, in an earnings call that they didn't have a Star Wars movie that December and that hurt them because they were depending on it. And, you know, Rejwan, I think she got appointed to that position um, right around the time Rise of Skywalker came out. And she was in charge of a number of very good uh, live action Disney Plus shows. But for a number of reasons, there hasn't been a live action movie out. And a few few weeks ago... Um, Disney announced that the Star Wars film that was scheduled for December of next year is not going to happen. And that was something financially they were probably depending on. And my guess is someone has to take the fall for that. And this is a result of that. And that could be. I mean, the thing is, though, her fall is not very far. No. But back uh, into the job she had before. And it's it's not necessary, you know, knowing what we know. You know, I, I don't think you can point every finger at her and say she's 100, 100% the reason there's not a Star Wars movie coming out next right. year. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you on that respect. I think that it probably is a reaction to something negative, but not as bad as people want to uh, react to it. Right. Right. Well, most of the comments that I was referring to are about how The Last Jedi ruined Star Wars and... Uh, so on and so on and so on. So you just, you know, it's just your typical stuff, but, uh, well, which kind of leads into Andor because, you know, she worked on it surprisingly to me anyway, the viewership for Andor is down compared to like season one and two of the Mandalorian and, uh, even a book of Boba Fett, but overall Andor has been blowing me away. With every episode, I mean the the intrigue, the the tension and danger, and the storytelling, and how it ended up this week. It's just, it's all so well done. And seeing these characters and realizing that everybody is in jeopardy and has their own narrative of what the truth is, and it's so exceeding my expectations. It it's blown them out of the water. I love this show, and I this episode especially. I th- I thought everything they did with it with uh, I can't remember her name, but Luthen's uh, wife, I guess. Is that is that his wife? Is that his yeah. wife? His I think partner, it is his wife, assistant, something. Yeah. She, she almost seems to be more hardcore than him. Yeah, he's, yeah, very much. She'll. She seems like she'll be the one to, you know, stab a dude. Yeah, especially because she said that one thing about like uh, a Clem or Luthen being in Clem's head. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, because yeah, it, it it you could never see well as far as right now, Luthen saying you got to get rid of that dude. I think he would give him options or be like just disappear. She'll just say he's got to go. Yeah, we can't yeah. take the chance of him yeah. turning I was on like, him. Damn. And mm. yeah, that 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 was what I'll tell you what man her that whole scene of the her walking to go meet uh vel was i don't know if there was something about it that was so hardcore she looked (laughs) so hot and it wasn't really her appearance it was her attitude and like the take no prisoners kind of thing and then to see her and vel meet and here i don't i didn't recognize vel at first because she's Mm -hmm. like all her hair looks phenomenal and uh, I love seeing the clothing in right. this. The clothing that they're wearing and just how everybody seems comfortable in it. It's It doesn't, it, it, nobody looks like they're wearing a costume, which is very hard yeah, to do yeah. in a lot of, a lot of things that are outside of like the huge. But, you know, like they're, the boots she had on or something you see women wearing right now i thought that was really really cool uh just i thought it was cool that like cassian when he goes back to his mom and she is she's really on the same page as him but he's afraid to tell her that he's thinking the same thing she is that you know it's time for a rebellion it's time to do this and uh i just i love that whole dynamic i love the dynamic with the droid and I dig that he went to talk to Bix the way he did. And she admits that t- Tim thought that maybe they were back together. <laughs> and, you know, right. he never asked her to leave with him, which I no. thought was what he was going to do. Uh, yeah, I think they kind of wrote themselves into the direction where that couldn't happen. Mm hmm. And maybe that's why they wrote it that way. So that wouldn't happen. Right. Because it would make sense for her to leave. There's nothing there yeah. for her. But then to, to immediately show him shacked up with this other girl. <laughs> yeah. Saying that he's in the shower while he's looking through this box right around the corner from her. Yeah. And I don't know, man. It was cool to see like a functional living in Star Wars, a Star Wars setting. I thought that was really cool. And, oh. you know, the way the episode ends up with the uh, the chase, so he's out on the beach and the shore troopers there, which, by the way, was voiced by Sam Witwer. I knew King oh. Tom would be super stoked on that. Uh, and how he ends up imprisoned, sentenced yeah. to six years because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time doing literally nothing wrong. Yeah. Uh, it just shows you, like, what the empire's made of and how unfair that they are. Well, yeah, they make a, uh, they, uh, once they find out what's going on with the, uh, I guess rebellion, they mention that they need to be way harsher on penalties for like minor infractions. Mm-hmm. And you already see it like take hold and immediately. Ap- yeah. Yeah. And I, I liked, uh, just it really quickly. You were talking about like the costumes in that one, in that one particular scene, um, I like how they do like that seventies like governmental like mm-hmm. architecture. Yeah, like it ha- very yeah. much has that look. Yeah, and they the, they nail the, it. The architecture of Coruscant is is great, and we're seeing a different mm-hmm. part of it than we saw in the prequels, where 
the the prequels it was all like art deco and beautiful and here mm-hmm. it's sterile i don't know that i'd call it beautiful but i like looking at it yeah it's striking it, yeah. it has yeah. a it, it reminds me of um the batman movies kind of like it, the gothic the, the gothic look kind of thing where you see the buildings they have these you know these these like ornate outsides for no reason kind of thing they're not you know it, it's not like a like a flat skyscraper where it's all just windows and it's just a a perfect rectangle going straight up in the air you know it has right. it has differences and stuff like that i did see a tweet i completely forgot who it was from this is a while ago this is like a lot of where they're filming was built right after um world war ii where it was just we need to rebuild stuff so it's just right a ton of concrete and it's just got to be functional. It's super hard. Just no real niceness to it. It's just got to be functional. These bridges got to work this way, that kind of thing. So I, I think that that helps show the, the, the difference of what's going on. Yeah. Cause yeah, the course on is, is it seems like a different place than what we've yeah. seen before, which I think is like, really cool. Like the design has just enough amount of pleasant, not too mm-hmm. much. It's just exactly. pleasant enough to where it's aesthetically pleasing, but it doesn't take away from the fact that this place is for business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and speaking of business, you know, Cyril goes in in his brown suit that his mom completely objects to, <laughs> uh, to his, the interview. And you that was a great see, segue, by the way, it's so like, thank you, George Orwell. <laughs> It, the the way all of that looks with just the acres and acres of the same standing cubicle with uh like the boss walking along the aisles in that one scene where they pull back and you see that there's like multiple platforms with those same setups and it almost like looks like a farm exactly you yeah. see these people walking around on all of them and it's just like this hopeless even the cogs in the wheel, they've they're taken on so much that they have to have all this bureaucracy just to keep track of it all. And uh yeah, and and, and then there's the way they describe certain things. Like our only question is how tight do we tighten our grip? And yeah. just the raw dirt baggery involved <laughs> in that sort of thing. The whole scene with the ISB. A meeting and the 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 agent whose name I wish I could remember her name. I keep forgetting it. It's uh, like uh, it's like Kim D- something like that. Something. Well, let, let me check it. Let me find it. Okay, Wait, but when the other guy calls her out, calls her to the mat, and she's like, "No, let's see where this is going," and it ends up twisting and working in her favor. I thought that was a master stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, she's has seen through this whole thing and is positive that there's uh, a an organized rebellion forming. And then you find out that it, with what the rebellion wanted to happen was for the empire to overreach, to do exactly what they're doing, even though right. it means that a lot of people are going to get hurt. But that's what they need to have happen to make their plans work out. And then to see Mon Mothma trying to recruit this person from her home world while also arguing with Luthen about how this thing went and how they're playing that out while this guy who's part of the ISB is right outside the door 
just mm-hmm. the way all that turned around. And l- we cannot understate Skarsgård's acting uh-huh. in this, like what he's doing with his face. Uh, yeah. And the <laughs> yeah. second he turns around and l- is looking outside and ha- says something different uh, uh, than what he was just talking about with Mon Mothma. I love hearing people call her Mon. I, yeah. I don't know why. I just, I like that. And she looked amazing at that dinner party. Yeah, that was the scene that stuck out to me. Like, I I thought that was a fantastic scene. Just her acting was on point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you you realize that everybody has got some form of subversion going on in their life. Every single one. Even the ISB agent, you know, she's got this whole other thing going. And uh, the Cyril's mom and Cyril himself saying my plan is for my record to be cleared and all of these things. And then Cassian and what his whole plan is. It's just, it's so wild to me. And the fact we've still got five more episodes and this one was a little longer and I was glad to see that. I hope that that's a trend because man, even when it ends, I wasn't ready for it to be over, but the points that they're choosing to end the episodes are spot on. Uh, him being sentenced to six years in the pokey, and then that's it. Boom, credits. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a nightmare at first. <laughs> woof, yeah. I yeah, thought it was right. a nightmare, and I was like, oh, shit, no, he's actually going to jail. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and could you imagine? I mean, I realize that happens in real life. But just, I mean, literally did nothing. I mean, he's... <laughs> Plainly guilty of several other things, but in this circumstance, <laughs> right. he did nothing. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, I loved seeing the I, the KX. I think is what they call them, the KX series droids. And uh, th- the effect of them was just as good as it was in Rogue One. Did not have the voice I expected. No, that right. that, thing. that low mean voice. Mm-hmm. And I just loved how these like droid assistants required. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if we can always expect that kind of level of uh, quality from the CGI on like uh, synthetic things. Cause like for the most part, it seems like all the synthetic like uh, machines are all being produced through like the star destroyer we saw in this episode uh-huh. looked really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's high fighter great. stuff. All good. I thought it would have been louder. The, uh, the star destroyer. I, I expected it to be like being like that a, close to the ground. No, yeah. but just more of a like you could you could hear you could hear it like almost feel it move through the, the air hum. kind of thing. Yeah, a hum almost, and yeah. just kind of just not not a shake, but like you know the the birds leaving and you know that kind of thing. I was I was expecting a little bit more. Maybe maybe because I just I was I was hoping that thing is just. It's terrifying in all of the other forms. I was like, bring me the sound of it. It's just like, oh, God. You know, you just see a giant triangle flying through the air. You're like, well, we're fucked. No. Pie. I, one thing you, you wonder, too, because they seem so massive that you would think that they would affect the gravity of the planet. Mm. Yeah. But, but, but also because they have artificial gravity inside so what of course they're close to the atmosphere so they would probably turn that off i'm guessing 
But I mean, it's Star Wars. We don't really need an explanation. But that gravity <laughs> has to exist outside of the ship, at least some, or else it wouldn't work. You know, you what I mean, changed if, my whole whole attitude yeah. on this episode. Yeah, literally, if the gravity stopped <laughs> right at the just under the floor, mm-hmm. it, wh- wh- how would that work? So I, I don't know, man. That's interesting to think about. But that effect was great, Boo. You're right. Having it be almost not deafening, but overwhelming. where like a low tone oscillation where just it moving through the air and pushing the air out of the way you would feel its presence Mm -hmm. like that uh yeah but speaking of like the oscillation thing what do you guys think of like the synth work that they're doing in these in this show oh my gosh the music is tremendous yeah Yeah, it's pretty awesome like the dissonance like sounds they do with the synths is awesome there was a cue in this that was really very Rogue One-ish that I thought was a cool touch because, you know, you hadn't heard a ton of that, mm-hmm. but it definitely had elements of Giacchino's score in it, which I thought was great. And I do like how they're using the music as a sound effect, like you said, Randy, as opposed to just being music. Right. And, you know, there was a point at where it's the scene where they're coming in from the top and you see all the birds flying. And they're, the music that's playing, I almost was wondering if that was going to be diegetic and we would come to see, like, a band playing or right. something where it was happening in real time. Now, speaking of stuff happening, like, right in front of you mm-hmm. it, that equates to our world... The TV. This is the first time we've legit mm-hmm. seen TV where they're watching a crappy 4-3 aspect ratio tube <laughs> screen newscast. And I was like, well, I'll be damned because I figured it would be like in the books and stuff. It's always been the hollow net. And I right. just assumed it was going to be a hologram. But to it's have almost it- like... It's almost kind of like they're coming from the frame of reference of designing any technology from the frame of reference of like mid seventies. Yeah. Yeah. They I mean, that. because they are with yeah. the mustaches too, with yeah. the, the way the people look like transistor radios and mm-hmm. stuff like that. There was a small screen in rogue one. And I'm wondering if it's like a class thing um, at hmm. for Jin's family when they were talking to saw and I'm wondering oh, if, right. you know, the, the lower classes, that's what they have. They have the old tube technology or flat screen, mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the government or you're, right. you're rich, then you have the hollow, hollow net, hollow tanks, whatever they're called. Right. right. That was how they were able to, like, pull one over on the uh, Empire by doing, like, that uh, – what's that uh, – the electronic uh, EMP kind of thing, but they had such older technology. They were able to keep communications going when they were trying to, uh, right. Yes. Yeah. In the last, last episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Um, I really liked the design of the, the clones in yes. that scene, the, where they're marching through. And, and, uh, I just saw that, uh, Hasbro has the black series helmet of that, already and i can't think of what it was called Uh, i'll look it up because it was they were stormtroopers but they were that was a clone style helmet Mm -hmm. it's like non-personalized versions of clone of clone troopers essentially right but but, you know the shape of it was different and Mm. 
Um, hang on, let me look it up. Somebody talk about how great everything else was. <laughs> <laughs> I, the only scene I didn't care for was the one with, uh, I keep on forgetting her name. The one who stayed on a uh, planet. Cinta. Yeah. Cinta. Like it did not fit in that episode. Like every, every scene in this, in yeah. this episode mm-hmm. was very like Irvin Kirshner, like empire, like where it was tighter shots very dialogue heavy and she didn't say anything and they were just like her leaving shots. It did not fit in with the rest of the the episode. Yeah. I kind of expected there to be some sort of not resolve, but at least a little bit of information about what happened to her when she left that base. Cause that was such a point of speculation that's week. but they were called a phase two clone trooper. Okay. Hmm. Uh, So yeah, when you look at it, um, I would try holding it up to my camera, but that would be stupid because I'm looking <laughs> at it in an app as opposed to in a web browser. So, uh, it's really cool. They've it's got uh, the stormtrooper frown and the like the it's the perfect blend of a clone trooper helmet and a, a stormtrooper helmet from A New Hope. It's like just right up the middle. But anyhow, anyhow, yeah, Randy, you're right in. They show her digging out that crappy cobbed together speeder. Yeah. That she's going to get on. And then you see this other speeder and suddenly it's, it's Cassian and not her. And they didn't really tell you what was going on with the exception of when, uh, Luthen, was it Luthen that said she's doing what she was supposed to do? No, that was actually, uh, his assistant or wife. Oh or yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She was the one who said that. Mm-hmm. So I saw some people speculating that the the real most important part of the heist was to put her on Aldani and have her pretend to be like to infiltrate the Imperial Command from Aldani. But I don't think that's happening. Uh, because obviously, you know, she was dressed in civilian clothes and they said they were going to interrogate all the people who were there. So she has to find a way off of Aldani. So I, I kind of wonder now, okay, what is it that she was supposed to do? Yeah, it's almost like they're intentionally being withholding. Maybe that's why there was no dialogue in her mm-hmm. scene. They're trying to uh, either keep something from us or make it seem as if there's more going on than there actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, I'm curious about that. Because with her saying she's doing what she was supposed to do, like, what is that? Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? Just right. was it the lay low and don't show back up here or the next phase of her mission that she even withheld from this woman that she was in a relationship with? So, yeah, very yeah. intriguing. I dropped a link to the Hasbro Pulse thing for that helmet. Yeah, I was trying to pull that up, actually. Oh, man, it looks so cool. Anybody got any other thoughts about the episode? Is is Cyril going to kill his mom? (laughs) That is a fine question. I'm (laughs) just the way he acts, the way he looks at her. I'm just like, I'm I'm ready to, to like see like her feet hanging out of like a doorway. It's kind of thing. Yeah, season two is going to be him call up Cassian and do a throw mama from the train. See, I was just going to say that Billy Crystal's going to show up. <laughs> oh. I I'm wish so- she were dead. God. 
yeah, that'll be that'll be it. Uh, I she is a chore, and this you know the com- the comparison has been made to like the mob mom the the mob wife kind of thing <laughs> that it's definitely got that feel you know your uncle is this and that and just talking down to him at every turn and your brown yeah. your suit you had the collar raised i had a tailor well it screams look at me i need attention <laughs> and it's like god you ball buster yeah it's uh it sure is something but yeah well i don't have anything I I else man so Trying to think if there's anything else we didn't cover in that episode. We covered pretty well. <laughs> it was a good episode. I think that's pretty much it. That was definitely probably one of my. No, we didn't the, cover uh, the uh, the internal issues uh, of how the imperial people, the imperial, the, oh, the ISB, ISB. I mean, are like not yeah. irritable bowel syndrome, but uh, how the ISB <laughs> are. Um, <laughs> how how just ambitious each one of them are, but it's like. You know they're they're so they're it's still a thing. You know it's still it's the start of it. It's their weakness. You know how everyone's ambitious and they fail to see the things happening right under them until it happens. And you know he even tried to throw is her name Deba, Deidre, Deidre tried to throw Deidre under the bus and backfired. It backfired like no no no. This is what we need to be doing. You know we need to be able to and it just enables them to undercut each other even more now simple fact that they can just go ahead and steal or not even that just take files from someone else's quadrant and just look through them for their own little thing and it's like they're pretty much spying on each other too so uh yeah it was still good and then her little you know she thought she was going to get more recognition when he's like walk with me and he's just like watch your back it's it's ugly out here you know yeah, I'm well, glad like that, that they like added that. Kim being nice. That was like as nice as he can possibly. Mm-hmm. I like that actor. I think he really suits the role and he's playing it well. Yes. I yeah, love how great. even in something as well, and you'd expect it with as big and as sprawling as the Empire is, because ultimately that's what ends up being the downfall. Of yes. every empire. That's what they happened to the Romans. Big. Yeah. They just got so big they couldn't manage it anymore. Uh it, with the, the as sprawling and open as it is, you've got all this backbiting and infighting and uh what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out here. Uh just jealousy. Yeah, anything. jealousy, but um uh oh I'm so close to having it. King Tom, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you want something ambition ambition thank you yeah. that's it there's just so much ambition and everybody's mm. willing to step on everybody else oh no issue whatsoever yeah. no issues whatsoever uh and and even try the old school hey mommy did you see here what so-and-so did you know kind of thing like right. you, kinda, you know throw everybody under the bus at the dinner table and like it was like oh no let's just how can I make this about me? And then it completely yeah. backfires. Uh, yeah, I really like that because she's onto something. Now I just don't know because I think this next scene was a uh, Cyril sitting in his like cubicle thing, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. And it's like, what's uh, he looking at? <laughs> he could. He was there. You know what I mean? He was right there. His ambition. He was just too big for his britches. You know, 
and he just didn't do it right. He wasn't thorough enough to follow through, ended up creating more damage than anything. And look at where he's at now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right on, man. Five more apps to go. Yes. That's now, the best part. Yeah. As far as I know, it's five weeks. There's not, I don't think it's four weeks with a double at the end or anything like that. So um, now next week we've got uh, Tales of the Jedi coming out. I forgot about that. That's All right. six episodes. And um, that'll be a good watch. I don't know how I'm going to watch Andor and all six episodes of that before we record <laughs> next week, but I'll find a way. Oh, wait. Just... Yeah, I do. Because I'm taking a week's vacation next week. There you week. go. Very so nice. So hot damn. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all I got, man. That's all the Star Wars there is. All right. So we got some boo bits, boo. Oh, we always got the bits. Oh, let's Come on do now. it, man. Let's do the bits. I don't. I don't think we have any. Uh, any. Uh, <laughs> any intro music or or oh, things yeah, to show. Edited in and post. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, <laughs> I think Randy's a, got it's it. It's unfortunate that we can't. Do It'll that. be a cold open. Yeah. No, I'm I, hoping. I, I wish we could. Honestly, I know. I know. Yeah. Um, no intro, no intro, no, uh, no, no segue. You know, we're just going real, real, real cold here. But uh, speaking of cold, actually. Bits, it better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. Golf clap, golf clap. Very good. Um. Speaking of cold, I'm going to segue myself here. Uh, Marvel Zombies, uh, the spinoff show, the animated one that they're making for Uh Disney Plus, uh, is going to be four episodes long, and it's going to release in 2024. And thankfully, it's going to be a TVMA. So we're going to see some horrible shit. Yeah. So that should be... Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it, but then I'm also terrified because I'm like, the fuck's going to happen? Who's going to die? Who's going to be uh, dead? Because just the little what if episode was scary. They're all going to die. Yeah, they're all, all going to die. Gonna die. I know. Who yeah, was the hero like, for the yeah, original yeah. zombies? It, it was uh, uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It was two thirds of Black Panther. <laughs> two thirds, yeah. <laughs> Three fourths of Black Panther. He ended up saving the day. <laughs> That's that's something else that that I look forward to is like how much is left of the person of you know in question, you know, the hero or the character, be like, how are they gonna make it work? I, I, I think what's he left had, of this person that I think Pim was eating a leg. He had pretty much taken one of his legs. Yikes. And was working his way up his uh left arm. Mm. That's fantastic. And so T'Challa was like on a crutch and like had a nub mm-hmm. and like finally beat the hell out of Pim and got out of there. Yeah. went on to you know restore the world yeah really as the wakandan yeah. king should mm, yeah quite mm. yeah <sighs> speaking of making things and moving on and uh doing other stuff there we go there it is um i previously talked about dc's uh was it their little uh announcements that they had at uh comic-con in san diego and I had said that Cavill was going to be announced. And, you know, my source was incorrect or maybe in incorrect in timing, possibly, because 
Now, there's another thing. This is from THR this time that says that uh, Cavill is in the works to do another Superman movie. It's essentially going to be Man of Steel 2. So. Yay, they haven't announced yet. You'd think it would be something that they would want to really push forward and get out there quickly to kind of bolster or maybe change the the talk about what DC is doing or Warner Brothers and Gen- well, Warner Brothers Discovery is doing in general right now because it's all kind of negative. But uh, who knows? We'll see. Well, do you think uh, some other? But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah, make another one. I don't. I don't think DC wants to hear or Warner Brothers wants to hear that name ever again. I think they're so done, right. so pissed at what he's done. He hasn't done a bad job. It just seems like he's he's done things that they don't want, which is yeah, eh, whatever. It's not um, him. It's them. Yeah, of course it's them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, other people, you know, who uh, direct things for DC. James Gunn. He's working on a new mystery film for DC. He's still mainly focused on Peacemaker season two. But he is he is working on a mystery movie for DC. Nobody knows what it is. Oh, you be... mean like a mystery project, not an actual mystery style movie? Oh yeah, a mystery project. There you oh. go. Yeah, not not. Yeah, like, he's what? not doing. Uh, he's not doing Scooby Doo. No. <laughs> Great. It's a classic. Yeah. Who done it? No, I was like really trying to think. Like, what would be a mystery title for DC? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Huh? Well, Batman is a detective. Though? There I know, but go. then I was like, okay, if we get a James Gunn Batman movie, that'd be well, nuts. First of all, we can't because it's Matt Reeves' universe right now, so we gotta mm-hmm. leave it alone. No. But that actually might be pretty good, though. James Gunn Batman movie. <laughs> I wouldn't turn it down. No, it'd be pretty bitching. Um, speaking of not turning something down, um, yeah, I had talked about uh, Harrison Ford possibly being a thunderbolt ross uh for um marvel you know for the mcu looks like he has looks like he has confirmed and signed on so he's going to make an appearance in captain america new world order as well as the thunderbolts i think i think a lot of or some of what we've seen in she hulk (laughs) is going to help or push around his character to what he's going to decide to do and what he might do in the future and, and those kind of things. So I, I think that'll, I, I, you know, just like with a bunch of all these other Marvel shows, it's a means to an end. It's just kind of adding info to what the movies are going to have. So I think that's, it's going to be important. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be a pretty key thing. The Thunderbolts so, thing is going to be interesting, boo. Mm-hmm. For the simple fact that, and you know what, we got to give the guy credit, Araj didn't didn't substantiate it properly, but he was right. Deadpool is part of the Thunderbolts. I ended up finding out that uh, Ross puts together a team of Thunderbolts, and it's mm-hmm. Elektra, Deadpool, the Punisher, Red Hulk, and I forgot who the other one is. So that's a lot of budget, though, man. But if they're bringing that's everybody back... Would you like to see a Deadpool, like a Thunderbolts with Burnthal and Deadpool? Oh, hell yeah. That'd be pretty bitchin'. Exactly. How, how could you turn it down? Oh, man. How could yeah. you turn it down? Something else. Uh, more of a rumor. More of a rumor, but might be substantiated pretty soon or or 
proof might be put out there pretty soon. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen has been seen on set of Ironheart. And uh, people are saying that he might be Mephisto. Mm. I I really love the... uh, is this person Mephisto in the uh, <laughs> in the Marvel shows? Be like, oh, that guy's right. Mephisto. Oh, he's got to be Mephisto. Oh, what about her? You know, that kind of thing. Loved it. I thought that was hilarious. So the fact that we actually might be getting a real life Mephisto, I think is yeah. pretty awesome. And I think him as an actor, I think he's great. I think he will do a wonderful job as Mephisto. I, I saw that. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. That's perfect. So, yeah, he would be a good Mephisto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I couldn't complain. It would be one of those. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. And that's about all I got. That's about oh. all I got. Uh, there's some some Game of Thrones stuff, but that we're gonna talk about it anyway. So why yeah. even uh why even sizzle it? Yeah. So that's all I got. What's the story with those uh Black Adam reviews? I already bought my ticket for Friday. <laughs> yeah, I'm see I'm going Friday to see after it work. Too. I could yeah. care less to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, what what I've heard is that it's not the greatest the greatest movie in the world, but I've heard oh, that no. the Rock, yeah, really shocker there. <laughs> the, the Rock does a great job. It's a great step for DC. You know, it's not an incredible movie, but I've heard that it's it, the action is awesome. The characters are good. Uh, the story might be a little soft, but they everyone I've I, I, every review I've heard, good or bad, said that it was entertaining. So I think that's. That's right. that's what you go for a comic book movie is to be entertained. Yeah. But it is at fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Take that for what you will, but right. whatever. I already and bought my ticket. I'm 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 sold. Yeah. And some spoilers have been out there to just kind of blow it up in any way. So oh, I haven't caught help. any of those. I haven't seen I've seen enough uh-uh. to kind of have a anything. wild guess, but I'm still kind of fresh. So it's like one of those things, but you know what? DC needs to just do things like this and just put projects out, put pick people, pick characters and just build them up. Uh, personally, I would have liked to maybe this movie came out like 10 years ago. <laughs> we have a little bit younger Dwayne Johnson, but yeah, who knows? I mean, I don't know how much longer he'll be able to play uh, Black Adam and keep his body the way it is. So he's, he's, he's up there, man. But you can CGI it. <laughs> that's true but knowing him he's gonna want to yeah keep it up you know so it's like all right just but yeah cg could help for sure but we'll see i i can't wait i got my tickets too boo hell yeah um, i'm excited man let's talk about some game of thrones Ooh. yes finally. hell of an episode god damn hell of an episode oh man my god bitch. like it I did not. I was telling uh, Les when we were doing the reaction. I didn't expect it to be as good as it has been, mm-hmm. just because the expectations were so high coming off of like not necessarily the end of Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones as a show overall. Yes, that they would uh, adapt this source material, which is so small. <laughs> so yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Uh, still, well, nothing has happened. Yeah. 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 So the thought that I had earlier, so I was on my way home from work and I was like, you know, what's f- cool about House of the Dragon is that we still haven't gotten certain types of moments. You know, there's still even in classic thrones, there's still 
a few moments that are either right now we're getting shocking moments right now we're getting like oh damn oh you know like some heavy duty stuff but there's a couple of inspirational moments in game of thrones where you know uh the one that comes to mind for me is when they crown Jon snow king in the north and little lady mormont like jumps up and shuts everybody up and she like says what she says and she's like the north remembers and she's like we may not have a king but Jon Snow's my king or she just like pledges her life to him and I was like oh my god I forgot about that moment and everybody started chanting you know king in the north and I'm like dude that shit was hardcore we're all we're good hopefully we'll get something like that uh I have a moment but, like that too. Um, it's when uh, he goes, he says, uh, Tyrion says, no one has a better story than Bran. <laughs> and then they make him king. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was great. That was story. So, real solid. <laughs> real solid. But no, this episode was super freaking cool. Like, it, it I, I think uh, some people, especially because the ending, some people, had opinions about it but just like seeing them plot and get everything ready to like secretly make Aegon the king that was yeah and yes everybody Rhaenys could have ended the whole thing by just saying Dracarys we know but it's not written that way <laughs> if that were the case Rhaenyra would have rode in on Dragonback and wiped everybody out Damon would have did it like three episodes ago mm. and been like yeah, just because it's annoying, brother. I had to kill them because, you know, we're next. Just letting you know we got next. So I did it already. I'm done. Like, he could have easily did that. So we need, we're supposed to get up to four seasons. So trust. I just worry about those people who got, like, ushered in to watch this uh, crowning. Oh, there's like, like, I, like, I got stuff to do right now. I can't be there. Like, oh, they're not giving me a choice. And then dragon comes out of the ground, kills everyone. It's like, no one was asking for that. Kills, severely maims, injures, or paralyzes mm-hmm. at least 60 to 100 people. That's oh, more than that. Episode. <laughs> yeah. 60 to 100 people. Then it still like had its claws come down on other people. So can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Like, boom, oh, ah! <laughs> you get stomped on <laughs> by a dragon. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, what do so, you think some... of uh, Aegon? Like how he, his transition from being like, I don't want it. And then getting all the admiration being like, ah, I'm cool with it. That terrifies me. Yes. That's that scared the yes. shit out of me. I'm like, yes. oh, God. I was like, he already is a monster. I'm like, oh, man, he's he's bought into what I could do mm-hmm. more monstrous mm-hmm. things now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no. Yep. Mm-hmm. The ego is just driven and it's now. Oh, it's going to be bad news. But when the dragon comes, he hides behind his mom. Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what a bitch. Hides behind yeah. his mom, but dude, did you see Kristen Cole basically just stand like what? Like seriously, like stood. Oh, he's ready. Like, like, yeah. like what? And I'm like, well, please burn him. Just, just yeah. burn that dude right away, man. In just, particular, just burn that dude. What? Uh, uh, it, it was just terrible to see that they had already laid plans for oh. Viserys' death. That right. they were already like, yeah, no, we're doing this. It doesn't matter. She could stay on Dragonstone. We're not saying anything. We've had plans for quite some time. Allison is like, what the hell? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, nah, man, this is this is just what we do. And, of course, a Lannister. Lannister's always got to be there, huh? Mm-hmm. See, you know see but going to be there. 
but that that frustrated me when so Allison makes she tells her dad what she heard or heard incorrectly, misheard, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. She tells her dad. She has to know I her 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 naivete of just you know what you're saying and what it means and what it's gonna cause. Don't be don't be naive here. You know what is it's already been said you know that it's going to happen you bringing this up just in passing changes everything kind of thing so i was just like i was like she's surprised that they have plans and that rainiera is going to uh or uh rainiera is going to die and and they can't let her live it's just her shock about it annoyed the crap out of me because i was like no you know what this means you know right. what it's going to do right. and i was just sitting there i'm like stop i'm like stop you're yeah it's it yeah that that frustrated Mm -hmm. me just her dumbfoundedness i was like no 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 none of that and 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 she is right she should have thought about it before where she should have said you know him saying this means that her daughter his daughter dies is that what he really wants yeah are you sure come on come on so she should have thought of that about that before he said she should have when she said it i was like Duh, that should have been your first thought. He doesn't want his daughter to die. He's done no, everything, he literally loves... everything for her. Right. And yes. and uh, and just now at his at his dying with it wishes for her to essentially be you know killed. No. And every, no, and, and all her children too. Yes, the whole thing's gotta like, go. Like we just wipe the whole part of my family out. No, there's no way he crawled up to those damn that damn throne for that to decree one final time and to support. His his wishes, my daughter, my grandsons, they're good to go. Like this is all theirs. Mm-hmm. They're direct. That's he was it. about to stab a mofo. That's right. He's like, I'll have he his was, tongue for that. He's about to stab a mofo. It would probably would have killed him. Probably would have had a heart attack going back oh. down the steps. But he would have. Mm. He would have fucking tried. Oh, and then man. she's like, No, he doesn't want that. And they're like, All right, great. She has to die. And she's surprised. Right. I'm like, Come on. <laughs> But besides that, besides that, you know, that's that's nothing against the show. It's just Allison as a, as a character. But uh, yeah, no, goddamn, what? Yeah, she's and she's great, and how she's, I guess, put that past her now, and she's like, well, shit's happened. The ball's rolling. I might as well, you know, start playing the game. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, and technically, that. the ball is safely rolling. So for her, she doesn't realize how much more out of control things right. are more than likely going to get because yeah. not only is that it just shows that and i think that's what was uh kind of conveyed was everybody's just trying to you know uh fill that vacuum that power vacuum mm-hmm. that's there or to truly now that viserys is gone and rhaenyra and damon aren't there because if damon was there they he would he started killing everybody they would have yeah. been him and yeah. Kristen cole would have been fighting throughout the whole castle at the red keep and everything because he would have started just killing everyone like yeah yeah yeah, that's not happening dude the first thing he would have done is chopped off or stabbed aemon straight in the throat like nah man you're you're too dangerous we want vagar back so he would have completely obliterated annihilated aemon and then went straight after aegon and been like i'm sorry nephew i have to do this you gotta go just hack his him in half and then turn around and be like now what we sit the throne now what like so I can see him doing that, but it's like to see the whole thing and then to know that for Allison, it's already out of her control. 
Mm-hmm. Whatever oh, control yeah. she had, whatever maneuver she was pulling, it's pretty much gone now. She got a little bit of it back by getting Aegon and, and getting her hands on Aegon first and being able to, you know, push things. But she didn't realize, you know, that. And, and, and you know what? I think that helps set the tone when Rhaenys and Maelys come out of the ground and break through the sept, you know, and break through the floor. I think that helps set the tone of like, you just don't know what you don't know what you started. And right. here we go. So now it's more like she had a little bit. She got a little stabilization, some stability going it in. Boom. The floor breaks out from under you. Literally yeah. on top of you, you yeah. know. So it's like. Just. Them try. I mean, again, like you said, boo, if she knows what's up, she should have easily been like, you know, my husband doesn't want his daughter killed maybe we should just sit down and chat this out or let her have the damn throne. Like let her father's power hungry. So yeah. Yeah. Her, yeah. Hey, and, truthfully, and, and, if you guys break it down in all honesty, Rhaenyra is in the right. Oh no. Her father totally. upheld her claim. Her father did everything. She's, if we're going to get down to like whatever the semantics are, She's only doing what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It was given her, dude. But exactly. it sucks. But if you're to believe the scenes as genuine as they're portrayed, then Allison also believes that she is doing the right thing by honoring yes. the wishes of her husband. But our point of view is is the advantage we have in that point of view is the fact that we know that Allison is just a puppet. Mm-hmm. Right. And oh, yeah. Strings and all of those things she hears are just her strings being pulled, whether she knows it or not. Whereas every moment that there's been a moment, and, and I think I said this on our first reaction, was how it doesn't matter what people brought to Viserys. At the end of the day, Rhaenyra is daddy's little girl. And mm-hmm. for you fathers that have daughters out there, you they are not your daughter. They are your princess. They are the everything. You will give them whatever you can. You literally know, it's, in this it's sense. over it is yeah. over whatever life you had it's over when she smiles at you or she says daddy can you help me with this you're their first hero you're the greatest hero like that's simple and i think he did enough as a father to try to maintain that but this is game of thrones and all that stuff everybody's heroes get their head cut off too so. <laughs> Um, yeah, Arash, all heroes did you know die. that they, they might be making a man of steel too? Arash doesn't even want to talk about it. He's so upset about yeah. man of steel. He doesn't <laughs> even want to talk about it. Sorry, guys. Uh, sorry I missed. Like, what happened? What did I miss? I missed a lot? Did you guys talk about Andor already? Uh, yeah, we're actually on episode 325 now. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So I apologize. I have... Uh, Two kids. One has a fever, and the other one um, refuses to go to sleep. And Lorraine is in a session, and so I'm watching them on the screen. I was like, Multiple I gotta go. Children. And usually, you can put Lily down. Uh, Malik went back to sleep. Lily, you can put down in five minutes. This time, she's just like wide awake, bug eye, looking at me like I'm not going. I'm just not yeah. going. So luckily, Lorena just got out of her session. So I apologize. By the way, love the Andor. That's all I want to say. Phenomenal. Great music. Great soundtrack playing Star Wars house music and trance. Oh, my God. I want to go to that planet. I want to party in that planet, except for those. <laughs> it's a little bit a little bit too strict. Um, Getting arrested, yeah. Yeah. It feels like when you go down to Mexico and party 
for spring break. And um, they say, don't get any fights. Don't buy, don't buy weed from anybody because you're going to end up in a Mexican jail. That's how I felt like that, that uh, episode was at the end. Poor guy. God, Diego Luna. Um, so, yeah, I loved it. I'm sure everybody else did, so I don't even want to harp on it, but great, great, great work. Game of Thrones, House of Dragons, absolutely loved the episode as well. Uh, I, I think it was kind of slow. I think, Randy, you said that last night when we were watching it, kind of slow in the beginning, but then it picked up. And um, Oh, no, I think you said that about Andor. You said that about Andor. Yeah, and shows are mixing up for me. I don't even know what shows what now. But right. Game of Thrones was a little bit slow, but it, it's that slow burn that you actually appreciate. And that ending scene, holy shit. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was amazing. And I, I think this next episode, the season finale, is going to be amazing. I have, I have a feeling that it's going to be what we thought the number nine was going to be, the one before, the penultimate. Um, not the penultimate. <laughs> Uh, I think it's going to be rad. It's going to be good. So yeah, I didn't know about man. Oh uh, yeah, but I missed the boo bits. I feel really bad about that. Did you guys at least play the video? No, it it, we it was there. To. We couldn't find it. Yeah. But you know, now nah, we got him good. Oh, we good, made good, good, we good. made do. So yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, you, was one of them a Man of Steel too? Is that what you've heard? Mm-hmm. Oh my for gosh! The, for the second time. Yeah, <laughs> the same rumor for the second time. Yeah. Wow, that's great. That's um. I hope we get something from this. Oh, I will say, uh, I don't know if you guys talked about Black Adam and the reviews. Some mm-hmm. of the reviews. Oh, you did talk about it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah that they they say that it's good. It's got like fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. But all the reviews, well, most of them say that it's good. The Rock does well. Mm. Um, the action's good. The characters are great. It's just not oh, okay. you know. But it's an entertaining comic book I, movie. Because I read one from Variety that said it was a catastrophic disaster for DC. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't really seen that one that uh, one that bad yet. Yeah, it was, it's the only one I've read. And then it was like, oh, no. It says not even The Rock can save hmm. DC. I was like, oh, no. So <laughs> that sucks. But, but if you've read some good ones, um, that's, that's a good sign, I guess. You know, there's some people that liked it, which is interesting yeah. it's probably gonna make a ton of money already bought less than i already bought our tickets so there you go right. yeah they recoup the cost done yeah you know yeah. there's the rocks paycheck yeah yeah right but uh yeah other than that uh, anything else anybody wants to talk about oh by the way i didn't talk about the box office halloween ends made 41 million dollars i heard that's number one this shit. week i yeah it made 41 million dollars over 3,900 theaters but uh, they were expecting way more than 50 mil. But it also debuted right. on Peacock at the same time. Oh, so, yeah. But not that everybody has Peacock. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I can't argue with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, right. that's, one of the, the that's one of the complaints. Peacock. Right. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Mike Myers still at number one. We have a voicemail I wanted to play uh, from... Avery, and I uh, wanted to get it in there. I think it was about Game of Thrones, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, let's listen to what uh, Avery has to say here. Hey, Sith List, Avery here. Just wanted to come in with a quick voicemail. I haven't had a chance to watch the new Andor yet. Um, 
I assume it's the start of another arc. So, um, not saying it's not going to be exciting, but I don't think I'm missing too much. If I am completely wrong about that, you can all have a good laugh about it. Um, I just wanted to give my thoughts on the previous house of the dragon episode as it is the penultimate episode of the season. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Uh, that ending with Renice blasting out of there with her dragon. I can't even begin to remember the name of it, but, um, very excited and very nervous for the finale. Um, I don't know if you guys are feeling the same way I am, but it feels like we might be getting some deaths next week as we were kind of light on the deaths in the ninth episode. That's usually, uh, by Game of Thrones tradition, an episode that we do see a lot of major characters go. Um, but I don't know. Do you guys think we're going to get major deaths or is it just going to be more set up for what will be a very bloody season two as the war kicks off? Uh, I guess my question for you guys is out of all the dragons we met this season, and it was great to see so many of them, uh, you know, what's your favorite? I think mine is a, is a tie between, um, Renice's dragon, the one that we just saw in this episode with all the horns, uh, or, you know, I think it's Rhaegar, the giant ass green dragon that Aemon now rides. Uh, you know, I'm just oh. curious. Uh, what do you guys think? Your favorite dragons? And do you think we're going to lose people? Uh, also as another side note, um, going to see Iron Maiden uh, for the first time ever. So I guess this is for uh, Raj, for Eric, for you guys that are the big Maiden fans. I'm seeing them yeah. at the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., and it's my first time seeing them in concert. I've been listening to all their albums just to kind of get prepared. Uh, and I got to say my favorite albums right now are Fear of the Dark uh, and Somewhere in Time. Uh, so I guess as a first-time concert goer for Maiden, what should I expect? And, uh, you know, what, what are the top three songs that, uh, that I should hope to hear, uh, them perform live in your opinions. So that's all for this week. Uh, you guys take care and, uh, stay healthy banter on. This is Avery signing off. Bye guys. Avery, thank you for that voicemail. Uh, that's so great. You're seeing Maiden. I've, I've seen Maiden twice in my life. Um, and I don't, Eric, I don't know if you've ever seen Maiden, but Fear of the Dark live is awesome because the crowd gets into it and they start singing the whole intro. Um, you know, the Trooper, Number of the Beast, Aces High is really cool because the production, they have the, they actually have the, the little planes come out. and So you're, you're, you're in for a treat, buddy. You're in for a treat. And what you should expect, take some Advil because the back of your neck is going to hurt pretty badly because you're going to be banging your head the <laughs> entire show. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I've actually never seen Maiden live, believe oh, wow. it or not. Um, <laughs> listening to Somewhere in Time, it's a really good album, but it's it was kind of not their norm. Um, I really like the song Wasted Years, which is from that record, and uh, like the message of it is really good. It's about not wasting all of your time thinking back to the glory days and trying to get back to them. It's like, you know, realize that you're living in the golden years that where you're at now always has the potential to be the best time of your life, but you're going to have a blast. They're so good. They're, they have so many songs that at this yeah, point, it's, it's like, it's, it's almost possible I'll destroy you. (laughs) You're not a Maiden fan, bro? To be able to play as many tunes as Uh you hope to hear. (laughs) I swear, I did not do that. There is a soundboard ghost in my house. It's it's Jerry. Yeah. 
But anyhow, yeah, it's going to be rad. It's going to be super rad. Yeah, you're stoked, man. And Somewhere in Time always had the coolest like album cover. They're they're the band I said they're number one with awesome album cover art. Maidenness. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and Somewhere in Time was so awesome, that one. That's the one. Oh, here he goes again. Oh, no. no. Every time I say Somewhere in Time. What an this asshole. Has been, this has been a great one, guys. I'm seeing if it's a, a firmware. One. Maybe it's a firmware thing. I don't know. Yeah. But here's the here's the Somewhere in Time uh, cover I'm, I'm bringing up right now. This was rad. Check this out. Look at that. Look at Eddie. Yeah, that's pretty dope, man. Look, they're doing the Stranger Things thing before Stranger Things was even a thing. <laughs> that's what Somewhere in Time is about, I think. They go to the future. And I love the little messages. I know the one with the... The one with the Egyptian, uh, the, the Power Slave. That, Power Slave. If you look, I used to have the album, and if you look at it microscopically, there's a little thing that says Indiana Jones was here. Um, there you go. It says Indiana Jones was here, and there's also a little Mickey Mouse head somewhere in there, in, engraved into the uh, into the walls. They did, always did really cool shit like that. Always. Uh, but uh, the question that Avery had is, what's the favorite dragon? Um, I think last night's dragon is my favorite dragon. That was a baller scene, and that was a power move by her. And that dragon was so fucking vicious looking. And I honestly thought she was a goner. I thought both of them were goners. But would he be a goner? Would he? Because some of the last, some of the the Targaryens, don't they survive through fire? Don't they walk on uh, through fire and heat sometime? Uh, they're supposedly it, no. The only the only one I think that had the real magic was uh, Daenerys, yeah. as far as like not being burned alive in okay. the first season. Um, they all have something. Targaryens apparently are very talismanic in mm. the uh, Song of Ice and Fire universe. Uh, one of them. So I know if we see the uh, so in Game of Thrones, you know, Brandon becomes a three eyed raven. Yeah, and he can see through with the one who trains him is supposedly a bastard Targaryen, uh, Brendan oh, okay. Rivers, the uh, Three Eyed Raven, the last Green oh. Seer. So okay, there's something. Um, favorite yeah, dragon? My favorite dragon. Probably. Well, Dan- imagine it first. Caraxes. Caraxes is. Imagine <laughs> your dragon. Oh, what? Oh, actually, uh, uh, Randy actually put a really good thing sound bite there, but he's muted, so we couldn't hear it. Appreciate that, Randy. <laughs> What's your favorite dragon, there, Boo? Uh, which one's the one that uh, that the Amond? Yeah, he Puff. takes. So Puff. there's Vagar. <laughs> Ra- Ra- Rhaenyra has Cyrax. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damon has Caraxes. Aemon has Vagar. Uh, we Vagar, still haven't seen yeah. Sunfire yet. Uh, Lainor has Sea Smoke. Yeah, and then Rhaenys has the big red and black dragon, uh, the Red Queen, uh, Maelys. Who has that one? Rhaenys, the Rhaenys one that came out of the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one's that was rad. That was the dragon. Pit. That, yeah, that was my favorite so far. Fucking cool, Randy. Are you uh, are you muted or no? Are you good? Oh, you are muted, but you're not muted on this. I think you're. I'm go. here. Okay, I'm here, What's up, buddy. 
What's going on? <laughs> What's your favorite? Technical difficulty. <laughs> yeah, I think Randy wants to go uh, put Lily to sleep too. Yeah, <laughs> right. Five minutes. What um? What's your favorite dragon, buddy? Uh, Sunfire. Sunfire. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Avery. Appreciate it. Have a great time. Say hi to Bruce Dickinson for me, and uh, enjoy yourself, man. Other than that, I think that uh, wraps up this episode. Thank God. Uh, this was a, <laughs> this was a tough one. Um, you know, every so often we have these stinkers and uh seems like we're having them a lot more lately. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They've been fun. Amen. Amen. But we'll get our shit together. Um, sure. Don't hold your breath. Right. Randy, where can people find you with your little soundboard? Uh, they can find me uh, at the Amazon uh, return desk. <laughs> 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 you're so stoked about that thing dude i was so stoked for you i uh, sent you guys a link in the uh <laughs> private chat of like the person having the very same exact problem i'm having oh with, like, the ch- with the chirps no with just like once like a pad the gets chirps. triggered like if you touch anywhere on the board pads yeah. just start firing <laughs> he's like he's like you'll find me at jeff so. bezos's house Right. Uh, upset. <laughs> you can find me on youtube.com slash the Sith list where we do reactions to all the shows that we talk about here. And you can also find me on twitch.tv slash cursing user where I do uh, gameplay and uh, music, live music. Yes. Nice. And sound bites. Yeah. And, and lots sound of sound bites. bites. <laughs> yeah. Unintentional yeah. sound bites. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Less, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at lessonmore 78 also on this awesome podcast. And if you wanted to, you could just start the show over and hear me sign off before now. So. Oh, is that what you did? Yeah. 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 We finished the episode, yeah. Oh, nice. Boo, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at the Sith List, Boo. Nice. King Tom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll just round it all off here. It's just full of sounds. With Eric, sound where, can, real sound. where can people find you? <laughs> Uh, you can find me on my Star Wars podcast, The Bad Motivators, Star Wars in quotes. Uh, my Bluey podcast with my family, Dinner with the Healers. It's doing pretty well. And uh, awesome. on Twitter at Eric Strathers. Remember, Bluey fans, you can just click on the show notes and it goes directly to the podcast. Um, and King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods, where can people find you rooting those Yankees on? Uh, yeah, hopefully for a few more games. You can find me on... Uh, I do Patreon shows for our friends at the Bed Motivator, Steel Wars, Blue Harvest. Uh, Randy and I have another Weezer episode coming out soon on the Sith List Patreon. Fantastic. And then you can also find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, where all of my tweets are in the correct volume. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the volume like the volume? Yes. Yes. Okay. That too. Multiple that volumes teams. dead. Yeah, the volume right. sucks. And you can find me at the Sith List on all the social media platforms. Also, YouTube has these new handles out, which um, they're giving to some, I guess, uh, YouTube channels. We are youtube.com slash at the, not the, just at Sith List. Uh, so we have a little YouTube handle, which is pretty cool. They're starting this new thing. And uh, you can check us all out with uh, here next week, right here on Episode 325. Man, this is a fucking shit show, bro. <laughs> I wasn't even in it for fucking 40 minutes of it. Shit. Oh. <laughs> uh.
There you go, still. Cat's doing fine. <laughs> yeah. At least one Persian's doing fine. Jiminy. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh, you're Persian? No. I, I would hit the pad. It's not even worth it. Yeah, I don't want to hear the crickets. Hit, the pad. hit it. We'll catch yeah. you next week right here on episode number 325, Soundboard and All, right here on The Sit List. Take it.